Good morning everyone, how you doing? Um, welcome back to a, another episode of Care Package. Um, in this episode I'm going to continue um, a little bit on what I spoke about before in the previous episode um, with regards to you and your body um, and just finish up, um, just touch a little bit on that in the beginning and then I'm going to base that around um, moving into um, my diet and um, humans diets um, etc. Um, but first of all I just want to say um, a really really big thank you to everyone who listened to the podcast so far. Um, I'm really really blown away um, at everyone's comments and how many people have listened to it um, it's been incredible um, so a real thank you to the people that have sent me messages so far um, it's really really nice to see that you guys enjoyed it um, and some really nice I've heard some lovely things so um, from the bottom of my heart thank you for that um, and I hope that you continue to listen um, and I also want to base that around as well if you have listened um, please do share um, around all social media um, on your Instagram stories um, everything like that so we can get a few more people involved and um, if anyone has any questions or anything they want me to cover um, or you know anyone wants to talk about anything um, etc please do get in touch um, so yeah without further ado let's move on to episode 2 Okay, so I'm just going to start by just finishing off, not finishing off, just touching a little bit. Um, I left a little bit out on the previous, um, the previous episode with regards to um, just the kind of breakthroughs I've had in the last couple of weeks with regards to um, my body, etc. and stuff like that. So, um, and that kind of backs into, again... It goes all the way back to the beginning of, of the first episode where I was talked about um, working in hospitality and neglect um, around my body um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, basically, um, when I first got to France, um, my neck and my back were really bad. Um, I got, I was getting neck cramps and shoulder aches and pains up the side of my neck into my ears. Um, and it almost felt like there was a bit of a pressure build up in, in my chest as well. And this is on top of um, the anxiety and um, the chest cramps and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I decided to go and see a masseuse, um, which at a time like this is, um, I was a little bit nervous because of one being in a, a bit of a small space and... Um, you know, meeting someone new and kind of letting them into, you know, and I had to be open and I had to be honest about what was going on with me so that she could, you know, help in the best way that she could. Um, but she was great. I went to see a lady in um, a, a, a masseuse in Morzine called Nicole, um, English lady. She's been here for eight years um, and she was incredible, um, really supportive from the beginning um, about, she always asked me questions, she always asked how I was feeling, um, what the kind of target areas was, and she got to work. Um, so basically, um, I just, I've always had a, a tight neck, 
um, and I've always struggled with um, bad posture and um, flexibility and etc. And I really put that down to being a chef um, and working all these long days and you know all that kind of stuff and and not looking again neglect not looking after myself um, and the hours and hours spent slouched over with my neck tilted down um, just really destroyed my neck um, and it, it's always been an issue but you know I just kind of get on it and this was actually the first time I'd ever had a a massage um, like a proper massage um, and I felt great when I came away from it um, and I started going to see it so I've been to see her maybe seven or eight times now um, I've kept that up and I had a little bit maybe once a week and I had a little bit of a break um, you know at the moment with not working and what's going on even in France um, money's tight and but health is more important so um, you know I made sure I had a little bit of money aside to kind of make sure that I kept on top of these problems to ease out so I had a really bad over the Christmas period it got um, really bad obviously Nicole went on Christmas break and you know I did as well and we um, I don't think I saw her for maybe two weeks I think it was two and a half weeks and it got really bad um, and you know, I had everything else on top of that as well so I went to you know I reached out to her and said look I'm really struggling and she said okay let's get you in and as soon as we can and see what's going on and we were chatting and um, you know maybe halfway through the massage she said um, I've been having you know like I mentioned before I've been really spaced out I felt like not dizzy but just away with the fairies. Um, and she said to me that she had an experience where she felt very similar a couple of years ago and she went to see a chiropractor. Um, now I've had no experience with chiropractors at all, um, uh, with anything. Um, I'm not really sure what they did and, you know, and not in a million years before that's, you know, that I would have a problem where I had to go and see a chiropractor or that would help. And so, she told me a little bit more about it and she said look there's a you know Australian guy in in Morzine um, and he's he's great um, she comes to him for massages she goes to him quite regularly for a chiropractor as well so this was a mini breakthrough for me I thought I suddenly kind of latched some hope onto maybe I could go and see this guy and um, he would shed some light on how or you know if anything else was going on it was more of like to rule it out um, because I didn't yeah, again, we're not quite sure what's going on, so it was more of a, you know, just do everything I can and anything I can to to make sense of anything. Um, again, being in fight or flight mode, you just you're you you want to make sense of everything. It's the fear of the unknown. You know what's going on, and you know I stay calm and I, I booked in to see this chiropractor, and um, I was so nervous the morning, the first morning I went in to see him, um, but excited as well, really excited. Um, never had anything done like this before. Um, really great guy, a guy called Shane um, from Morzine um, Chiropractique here, and he uh, he was great because he asked me questions about everything. Um, he asked, you know, I, I, again that was the second person I met where I had to open up and be completely honest again um, about everything that was going on because I think in order to to get help whether it be from you know a, a masseuse or a chiropractor or you know someone to talk to you know counseling or anything like that or even a friend or a family member you need to be 
brutally honest and that's the first step to and I was so desperation was kind of kicking in because I really wanted to find out and you know what's going on and um, we sat down in his office and we had a conversation um, and I was brutally honest and I explained everything from twitches and you know all this kind of stuff to random feelings in my fingers and a hot foot sometimes and you know a sudden rush of you know whatever it is and he's like okay and you know he asked me how my mental health was and we talked a little bit about anxiety and I you know and that was great um, he even reached into his desk and gave me a card of a local counsellor um, an English speaking counsellor and said she's really good um, I know patients have been here before you know if you feel like you need to talk to someone go and see her so for me that was great being away from home and in a different country and you know, I spent some time in France in 2019 for, um, you know, a, a summer, and I'll come on to that now as well, actually, because I, I broke my arm really bad um, over there skateboarding, um, which I hadn't done since I was 15, so, yeah, I don't recommend trying that if you're, um, yeah, or don't drop into um, a ramp or anything when you, when you never really did that when you skateboarded anyway. Uh, so, yeah, don't, just, um, yeah, take care doing that. Um, but I broke my arm really bad and I had surgery in France and again that was another scary experience but he, he, the Shane the chiropractor sat me down on the table um, and he just, he, he went to town, he was just, you know, asked me to do a lot of stuff and he said, um, and then we sat back down and he kind of, I don't know, breathed a sigh of relief but he was like, um, it's, it's mechanical. Um, I can I can fix it it's you've you know you've got so basically tested my neck either way um, and each way twisting I've got 40% um, reach in my neck going each way which is less than 50 that's left in less than 50% use of of my neck going each way which is terrible um, and I didn't even know that I had no idea I knew that I had a tight neck but you know from the issues that Nicole had eased out in a massage I didn't know anything about that so um, and he said also my arm the left arm that I broke um, I never had enough physio on it so the um, radius in my left arm is fine um, going up and down but your radius is kind of a ball joint so it does it does you know more than one or two functions it's meant to twist as well um, so there's no give in my arm twist I can't twist my arm at all um, so that in itself is a big problem which he said he can fix um, and then the last one was that I've got, sorry, the last two is I've got three vertebrae in the top of my back um, that aren't doing their job. They're not moving. They're completely stiff. Um, there's no flexibility in them. They're, they're not moving. They're literally stood still. They're stacked still. They're seized up. Um, you know, again, and he put that down to, um, you know, bad posture and not looking after my neck and standing with a straight back and you know take averaging the weight around my body so you know and that was something obviously I was learning learning to do now so that shocked me and then the other one was I've got two ribs on my right side that aren't flexing they're stiff as well they're not moving at all um, so again that's why so it turns out that all of this anxiety and worry on top of what was going on with my heart was being amplified by and he said that's the reason why your 
so compressed in your chest and your back is moved. The best way to explain it is, is I feel like I need to pop my, my right side, my ear constantly. Um, there's like a pressure buildup. Um, I can feel it and my back doesn't move, my neck doesn't move. I'm just stiff um, and I have a sore, sore ribs um, right at the top. So that for me was huge. That was a massive relief and a massive breath of just fresh air. It was insane. I was absolutely blown away by that. Um, so, excuse me. Um, yeah, that was amazing. So, just to kind of fill you in on that, that's kind of where I'm at, at the moment. I've had two sessions with Shane now, um, who's um, popped my vertebrae back a little bit, um, done some work on my ribs um, and my neck. So, I've had, yeah. I had a consultation and an initial session with him, which was just five minutes, and now I've been back for one, and I've got one more tomorrow um, before I go for my uh, appointment at the cardiologist on, on Saturday um, in Tonon for my heart. So I feel good. I feel good at the moment. I'm really optimistic. I'm really excited um, about finding out what's going on on Saturday, um, if anything, and yeah. So that's kind of to yeah finish up on that so you know that kind of brings me into um my diet which i had conversations with nicole the masseuse about this and um shane the chiropractor about this and i think this is a i i don't know to go as far as say it's a touchy subject um but when people you know i'm going to talk about my diet bar to me you know, four or five months ago when I had all these changes going on, um, I turned to a plant-based diet, um, you know, vegan. So I am going to talk a little bit about that. Um, and I know a lot of people, um, when they hear the word vegan or plant-based or, you know, it's a preaching thing for a lot of people. A lot of people listen to stuff and they just feel like the opinions of um, people on a plant-based diet are being pushed and there's a lot of stuff going on with it at the moment because obviously that ties into um, you know the environment and the damage um, the the meat industry um, is doing to um, to the climate um, and we'll talk a little bit about that as well but this from the start I'll make this very clear that this isn't a I'm not preaching um, I am preaching because I'm proud of who I am and, and where I am right now but I'm not trying to push anything on to anyone I all I'm trying to do is um, raise awareness that's the kind of right word for it um, I just want people to be more aware of their diets and um, everything else that's going on and what that ties into so um, we're just I'm, I'm not going to go into it really deeply I'm just going to brush over a few things um, you know, and hopefully you guys find it interesting and that sparks some, some stuff to um, get you thinking um, a little bit outside the box and, you know, get you to look into, um, do some more research around that kind of stuff as well. So, yeah. Um, so I became vegan at around the same time as... I took up yoga and I stopped smoking. Um, I, I went all out. Um, I made some radical changes. Um, for the former and in the beginning, for me, it was um, all about health. Um, and 
to me at that time I really wanted to that was the kind of start of the journey for me um, where my focus was health being wealth in Sorry, my um, my phone was going off there. Um, that was the most important thing to me at that time. That's what I wanted to change, and I didn't look outside the box. I I focused on. I did some a little bit of research, and um, Lois was turning vegan at the time. And it's great to have someone um, to do it with, or someone to. It kind of initiated when we were working together um, over the summer um, at the Foxes. We I'd never thought that, I thought there's no way that I can eat three meals a day and I can, you know, eat healthily and eat the best I could and look after my body when I was working 12 to 14 hour day, you know, hours a day. Um, and she was doing exactly the same as me during the summer. But every day she brought herself lunch in, uh, you know, or dinner or, you know, she always made breakfast in the morning when she came into work. She didn't have time before she came in. and. You know, that was an inspiration for me because she was fine. She was banging out exactly the same hours that I was. Um, and she was eating way better than me. Um, and she was healthy and she was strong and she was, you know, she was tired because, you know, we, we had a, you know, that was a, that was a busy time for the restaurant. Um, but that was like, holy hell. And I'd been around people like that before, but I suppose I was ready and I'd done some thinking about it before and, I was ready. I, I kind of felt like in myself I was like, right, okay, I really want to go hard at this. Um, after the summer I'd had and the times before that of you know drinking too much alcohol and eating badly and not drinking enough water and just not being aware of what my body needed. Um, so that's where it kind of started for me. So I didn't toy with the idea of going vegetarian. That didn't that didn't cross my mind. I don't know why. I just um, I went with it. Um, I just I was having some stomach issues at the time as well, and I'd had a couple of the tests before for um, uh, what do you call it? Sorry, um, you know, dairy intolerance um, testing before, but they um, nothing had come back. But I'd always had a bit of a, you know, I'd suffered a little bit with bloating before in the past. So I thought, you know, why not? I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, so I started doing a little bit of research, and for me, in the beginning, it was all about. It was all about health, and considerably from day one, you know, the first week, the first two weeks were very groggy. Um, um, I felt like I was lacking energy. I felt hungry all the time. I felt weird, very odd. Um, but after the kind of two to three week mark, to the four week mark to a month, things started to really change, um, and. I lost a hell of a lot of weight. Um, I think when I first, I weighed myself when I first kind of started looking into my diet um, and recording what I ate. Not recording what I ate actually, because I've never done that. Being conscious of what I ate. Um, I was 13 stone seven or 13 stone eight, I think. Um, and I'm now currently sat at 11 stone just over 11 stone um, and I'm, I'm good I mean this is a good way for me um, you know I'm not the tallest of guys either I'm five foot seven 
I'd probably say that I'm probably more like five foot six and a half, but I'm always going to push to the um, the five foot seven. Um, you know, I'm not a big guy at all, um, so that for me is, um, yeah, that's the amount of weight I've lost, and that's been, you know, four months, um, which is crazy. And that for me was the big one. And then energy levels. My energy levels were through the roof. Um, I had way more energy to anything. And more importantly to me and surprisingly to me, I had energy to want to increase my cardiovascular fitness. Um, and this is something, I've probably got friends who are listening to this. Um, you know, my best friend, Niall, Mark and Alex, um, who I've known since since secondary school um, we've been friends for years and they've you know they've tried to or you know Niall and Alex have tried to get me into this kind of stuff you know we played rugby when we were younger and I've never been one for fitness I've always you know I've, you know I've done some surfing and I've always been you know fit for you know what thing I was doing at that time but you know never um, done you know, I'd never, I hate running, um, you know, I love walking, obviously, but, you know, that kind of stuff, so I'm, I'm not, I've hated it, so for, for me, when that happened, that sparked a, a, a you know, an interest, wanted to be outside more, and wanted to increase my um, cardiovascular fitness, and, you know, all that kind of stuff, and get my BMI down, and you know, everything, so that was great for me as well, and that was the kind of last thing, and then I started to exercise more, and obviously at that point I was doing yoga, um, and working up a sweat doing that, which was, um, which was great, um, me and Lois were work, walking a lot, um, you know, I've got a little dog as well, little Olive, um, who some of you probably met and know, and she's, you know, she's been the reason mostly I've got out of the house, because, you know, she needs a good walk, and she loves being outside, and we love adventuring so she's you know that's been that's been great for me um and a real push in the right direction and i i want to be outside i want to be exercising um and i kind of hit a barrier with that when i went into hospital and i had the things going on with my heart so that for me was was huge because then i was coming to france i was scared um and i was worried and i still am a little bit i suppose about exerting myself um and increasing my heart rate because I don't know what's going on with my heart and um, but also the need in my head to be fitter and be stronger and so I've been not confined to my mat but I've based majority of my exercise the last month, month and a half on, on my yoga mat um, and walking. Um, normally me and Lois we walk every day, um, sometimes um, I'm walking 10 to 12k um, you know, with a few hills and stuff like that. So I am still getting out. Um, I am still resuming or trying to maintain um, normality um, and continue to push myself, but it's going to take time, I know that. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of moving on from that. I did, you know, I've always done a little bit. I've always been researching into... Um, a f I'm always looking at veganist like plant-based diet stuff online. I'm always looking at because, again, it made me nervous because I've always eaten meat and a very meat-heavy diet from, you know, since I was a baby um, or since I was young. And um, it, 
in 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 all honesty um i i don't i do and i don't miss it i think i don't miss it more um i enjoy my diet now a lot more than a lot more than i did i eat way healthier i eat better but most importantly um and i'm not a nutritionist by any means i did a um I had a health and nutrition module in my um, in my degree, um, and that was a big eye opener as well. It was kind of when my brain started to shift as well, and I started to learn a little bit more about these things. But um, the key to any increase in energy levels or weight loss or being generally more healthy is a balanced diet, um, and that's what people don't understand. I think a lot of people don't understand is having a balanced diet. Um, it's so important, really important. Whether you're a meat eater or you're a plant-based, you know, plant a vegan or a vegetarian or a pescatarian or a flexitarian, which is um, a new one. Um, you've all probably heard that now. Which is sometimes you eat meat, sometimes you don't. I mean, I've, I freaking I don't know where half these things come from, but um, you know, eating a balanced diet is so 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 important. Um, and I used to. I used to think that it, it. I don't know what I used to think actually. I think I just thought that. I don't know. I don't actually know. I just. I didn't. I didn't know that. And well, I did know that because you know I'm a. I'm a chef, and I think chefs pride themselves on. Um, you know, no, knowing that. So that for me was was great to kind of learn that, and I'll push. I'll push that on to anyone, and I'll preach that to anyone. Um, like I said before, whether they're a meat eater or not, but to eating a balanced diet is the way to go. So that you know that's number one. Um, you can take away, take that away. Um, and yeah, I think the other one for me that another question that sparked when I was you know in the first month or so I was doing that was, and probably a lot of the question that crosses everyone's mind when you even think about it is, you know, how can my plate of food taste as great as it does with a piece of meat on it? Um, and ask yourself that question ask yourself is meat the thing on my plate that makes it taste great is it because um, majority uh, most of the time it's not um, and we all know meat is great and there's some fantastic produce out there and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute but um, ask yourself that question and also ask yourself why you eat meat um, and then maybe jot down your some values and some goals and answer those questions and if it you know it's be proud of that be proud of your diet and be proud of what you, you know and ask but ask yourself those questions um you know what is the vegetables on your plate the thing to make it take away just be curious um that's all i'm saying um but for me that i'm just saying this because this is the questions that i ask myself um you know when I was doing it um, and I kind of set you know and then I did a little bit more research and I set myself some some values that I wanted to maintain and achieve and some goals I wanted to achieve um, and some more research I wanted to do so I kind of you know I moved I moved on from from that and that you know every day I you know I do as much research as I can and I'm always asking myself questions and I'm always asking other people questions um, 
there was a you know this kind of brings me on to talk um, about awareness and being aware of yourself and aware of your diet and aware of what is around you um, you know I, I met this um, working at the Fox's Revenge in, in Summercourt in Newquay um, with Ben I met a um, there was a, 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 the beef Ben uses there um, is organic beef um, it's the most stunning beef probably I've, I've ever tasted it's absolutely incredible um, from Meadowside Farm I think it is um, a little farm just down the road and um, you know I can't for the life of me remember the guy's name but we had the most amazing chat um, when I first met him um, obviously Ben had spoken with him before but he really opened my eyes to um, the meat industry as you know he was telling me some things about and you know just to just to say as well that the the biggest problem with the meat industry at the minute is mass production um, and processed meats um, and by processed meats and mass produced meats I mean you know the huge farms and you know America and you know all these things you hear about you know basically supermarkets um, and when you buy these you know packaged cheap sliced ham and sliced chicken or beef or you know anything like that that you know we had a conversation about that and that is the problem and that's where um a lot of the issues um stem from for you know and where a lot of people with climate change and you know all that kind of stuff but you guys should definitely research this um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go too much because i i don't know everything either i'm still you know i know some stuff but i'm still um, learning about this every day so do some research into that um, and just just be aware be aware of what's going on um, and yeah look at that a little bit more but yeah I, we had a great conversation um, and he 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 kills a cow as as he needs it when he needs it um, and if he needs it um, etc they're the most incredible cows and he uses absolutely everything everything um and we had a conversation of you know I, I don't even know off the top of my head the average weight of um a cow but you, you know you guys can imagine this um but after him using everything and doing everything he wanted to do and i'm talking honestly i'm talking everything from he makes stocks out of all the bones um he crushes the bones down he makes candles um, he makes um, skin products. He makes he makes everything, and he comes away from that process with I think he told me two to four kilos of waste. That's two to four kilos of waste. That's you know an average you know a small sack of new potatoes in in the supermarket is normally a kilo bag. So you think two of those bags from a whole cow. Um, you know and that for me was was incredible and uh, you know buying organically and it's not even it is about that it is it really is about but it's about knowing what's around you and knowing what these you know what local butchers and local farmers are doing and go go to a farm and visit a local farmer and just ask them if you can you know just ask them questions or you know whether it be a chicken farm or a beef farm or 
you know, fishmongers or, you know, anything like that, go and speak to them or research and stuff because you, it doesn't, I think that's the problem. If more people, if you take anything away from this as well, where, you know, you can read the health issues on or the health problems of why eating a plant-based diet is better for you. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's, I'm not going to say that, but I'm just saying if you go away and you look at, make decisions based on maybe that you'll cut down your meat intake or not eat processed meat um, and that's about knowing what's around you so going to visit your supporting your local butchers and your local farmers and you look that's everything that's vegetables as well supporting people who grow local vegetables and fruit and herbs and you know all that kind of stuff um go and you know research local beekeepers and buy honey locally where you can and i know again that comes down to the money issue as well that normally products like that are more expensive but they're not if you look if you really look around there's some places that are incredibly competitive with and that most of the time and they they come in cheaper um you know what even if you go into the supermarket and you buy that plastic packaged or that processed meat or that pack of meat go to the butcher's counter um in the supermarket and get it from there um you it's always better on price um, per kilo or you know anything like that. it's always better have a conversation with the butcher um, you know find out where that meat comes from They've, it's all majority of the time something is local or it's Irish or it's British um, you know rather than buying these um, you, you know the, the, the supermarkets have amazing counters in them now deli counters and you know cured meats and fishmongers and you know buy from there if you can because it's no more expensive than buying that you know that packet um and you don't know where that's come from you, you, sometimes you can but most people don't look um so and i really think one of the problems is if more people did support local farmers and that's farm above the word farmers i mean that farm everything um from grain to vegetables to herbs um you know to farming cattle um sheep chicken everything um, and um, local fishmongers and you know butchers are dying out and fishmongers are dying out um, you know and I'm from Cornwall and it's rare again that you see those so if you know if you can just learn about that kind of stuff and go and you know and if you are eating meat and you are eating fish buy locally if you can um, and support other people and that you know takes everything away from you know the mass production of um, processed meats and etc and the awareness of this now is huge i know it is and everyone knows about it everyone's heard about it um but just be aware of your diet and 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 what you're eating and um and yeah um maybe make some changes um and i think a lot of people this kind of brings me on as well to think that everyone who eats a plant-based diet or is vegan or vegetarian or gluten-free or see it you know anything like that i think they automatically think that it's super healthy uh, or it has to be super healthy it's not trust me it's not um excuse me you can eat the most dirtiest vegan food going um and there's we all know there's dirty chefs out there and i've been in that situation you know i love that kind of you know that um that dirty food and every, you know 
everything like that, you know, dirty fries and Philly cheesesteak sandwiches and, you know, and hot dogs and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But there's some great um, vegan stuff out there as well. Um, so, yeah, this kind of brings me on to um, the next part, um, which is the, um, yeah, vegan restaurants and vegan food that's great to try. Um, yeah. Okay, so moving on to um, be, you know being a chef and being a cook. Um, the other thing that changed for me um, in my journey with becoming vegan and eating more of a plant-based diet was my repertoire for ingredients um, and the way I cooked. Um, it's changed my you know, what I am and how I am as a chef considerably where, you know, I can still, I still, you know, I, I still cook meat obviously for, for guests and for customers and um, I'm doing some private dining in France at the moment so I'm, you know, I'm still doing all that stuff um, and um, yeah, it my repertoire has gone through the roof, the, you know, the, I know now know different different ways to cook or I've explored new ingredients and um, you know how to make things you know more healthy or more I don't know it's just been great um, just exploring um, and I found so many new ingredients that now are a part of my everyday repertoire in cooking um, and I will be sharing some of these recipes um, on my Instagram um, at some point and um, hopefully, you know, some people will cook them and try them um, and tell me what they think. And, um, you know, hopefully you really enjoy that. But that was another thing for me. So, I mean, I don't know where everyone is in the world um, and where you're listening from. I think the majority for me will be the UK. But, um, you know, I've ex- going back to kind of eating dirty vegan food, um, me and Lois went with her mum and her sister on a trip to Brighton um, before we came away. And um, they're... Brighton is buzzing with um, with plant-based restaurants um, and the food's incredible. Um, we went to an all plant-based and vegan pizza, which was incredible. The place made its own dough um, and they made their own cheese, vegan cheese out the back. Um, and it was incredible. Some of the, well, one of the best pizzas I've ever had. It was amazing. Um, and, you know, everything was vegan. And it, it was crazy, um, absolutely crazy. Me, and it's just it blows my mind every day. The food that I'm eating and some of the places I've eaten, it blows my mind, and it's exciting. It's really exciting. And you know, there was a burger joint we went to in Brighton, which was incredible, um, all plant-based again. Um, it was amazing. So some great places out there. So you know, re- do your research and have a look around and. Most kind of cafes now, the trend is moving slowly into vegetarian um, and vegan and because it's becoming popular and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, look out your local cafes, um, support your local cafes. Um, in in Newquay, um, you know, where we lived before I went away, the, every cafe in Newquay is doing great, great vegan stuff. Um, Box and Barber, um, a fantastic takeaway. Um, and great cafe they're they're incredible they do some really nice they do great meat based stuff they do amazing they do some vegan stuff they vegetarian so it's incredible um, 
the community in Newquay is, is is great and everyone supports each other. So yeah, Box and Barber, um, Basket, um, she does some fantastic stuff like that, incredible cakes, um, you know, amazing food, amazing coffee, um, Jam Jar Jess, which everyone knows in Newquay and her new place she opened out in Crantock. Um, and if you haven't been for a pizza there yet, you need to go. Um, the vegan pizza is incredible there. Um, the hazelnut pesto and it's amazing. Um, and she does some great things out of the um, um, the jam jar hatch in Newquay as well. So definitely go and check those guys out. Um, God, who else in Newquay? There's look, there's a few places. Um, the Cornish Lunch Box up on Trelogan, they do some great stuff in there. Um, Pavilion. You know they're fantastic. Um, the only one I never got a chance to visit was um, Fourth Street Cafe. Um, I know they do some nice vegan stuff in there as well. Um, Pavilion Bread's insane. Um, I've not had it yet, but um, there's some new guys floating around in Newquay Gores. Um, they're apparently doing some great bread and some great donuts, um, which is insane. So yeah, get out and you know support these people and try these things and you know just broaden up your eat some different stuff if you don't normally eat something try something try new things um so yeah get out there and um and you know let me know what you think um there's an array of um milks for me was a big one um you know i've always been a big drinker of you know full fat milk and you know semi i've never drank skim milk um but full fat milk and cream etc and stuff but there's some great products out there and milks I think for me was was I was like oh my god you know what is going on there's oat milk soya milk hazelnut milk coconut milk um rice milk there's everything but um after doing a, excuse me sorry after doing a little bit more research here um uh, calcium is a is a big thing um you know, I know some people that develop calcium deficiencies through you know moving on to a plant-based diet and stuff but you if you research into what you know again what milks offer more proteins and more calcium you can now you can buy soy milk that's got you know added calcium and more calcium um oat milk's got a good natural amount of that um cashew milk um again you can get everything from that so you get minerals from that you're getting your calcium you're getting proteins from so just have a look into that as well and maybe you know i don't know change your milk when you have when you have a coffee like and i'm not saying try these man they're they're awesome they're epic um oat milk is banging and you know coconut milk's great and these um what are they called um chai lattes you know where it's just milk and that you know go there's a on nan sledden in yuki shiva they do some great um some you know some great drinks they do great cakes and everything as well there's a new cafe in Truro um, if you're in Cornwall Pollen they do some incredible stuff so yeah just yeah if, if this do you take one thing away it's try something new um, change one small thing and then you'll begin to make other small changes and if something and ev again everyone is different um, some of these things don't work for some people and some people they do so give them a try um, and there's some stunning tasting ingredients out there so again awareness just boost your awareness um, be aware of what's going on around you what food is being produced um, 
you know different ways you can get your macronutrients and different ways you can get your proteins and up your calcium levels and up your fiber intake um and you know getting your b12 and you know your vitamins and magnesium and zinc you know have a look into all this kind of stuff and yeah um just have a go um and see if you like it you might you i guarantee you'll find at least one great change that you like even if it's something small like discovering oat milk in your in your flat weight when you pop down to boxing barber or basket or you know your local cafe to get a um um to get your morning coffee on your morning walk have a little go um try it out um so that's kind of i'm gonna kind of leave it there um again there's masses amounts of research you can do online and papers and stuff you can read on websites and but um three good ones out obviously i know everyone loves to netflix and chill um and watch amazon prime or you know especially now that we're inside so the programs that were really good for me um i haven't actually looked on amazon so i don't know what is on there but there's some great documentaries um about um food and diet etc um they're called one of them is called game changers um the other one is called what the health and um i think everyone's seen the cow conspiracy one um cowspiracy so have a look at those if you get a chance um the game changers one is insane um and that's i think based around bodybuilding or something or um plant-based bodybuilders to meet bodybuilders and vegetarians and it just explores everything so um but yeah i hope this has kind of given you a little bit more of um i know we touched on the body stuff at the beginning so that's just continuing my story and my story now um into having a plant-based diet and um you know where I am now as a chef and that's um, exploring and I'm incredibly excited about what lies ahead for me um, with you know the jobs I'm going to be doing and the food I'm going to be cooking and um, I'm really passionate again and sometimes in in your career you lose that passion um, and I've got that back again there's a spark and that's for for food you know for ingredients and um, you know so get out there have a look what's around and um change some things if you want to but be curious um and be aware of your diet um and be good to yourself um i just want to finish as well by saying yeah thank you everyone for listening um i know uh this is completely new for me as well so i'm learning every day um and the episodes may be a little bit i don't know destructured and off joint and a little bit but um they'll get better as i go along and um yeah just to let everyone know that i'm really enjoying this and um yeah i hope you like this episode um stay classy stay healthy and i will see you soon take care bye now